0: Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Hi, I'm Alex and welcome to episode number nine. It's always interesting when I go out and travel and share my quilts. I ask if people have questions in the end, and they always do. And really, the number one question that gets asked every single time is, what kind of batting do you use? And my friends, I have to tell you, this is a subject matter that Harriet Hargraves can give a two-hour lecture on, and you still want more when she's done with it. In fact, we had her on Simply Quilts, and... It was really, really hard for Harriet to pare it down into you know, a 15-minute segment because truly she has done a whole wonderful, incredible study on different types of battings and how they react under different circumstances. In fact, I would like to recommend her book, From Fiber to Fabric. It is a wonderful read and it just lets you know everything you could ever want to know about batting and how it's made and what the different styles and kinds are. But that said, when I wrote my book, Hand Quilting with Alex Anderson, I knew I had to address the different types of battings and what to use, where and when and all that. So in a nutshell, I want to tell you what I know about batting. Now first of all, we are sort of hostage to whatever our local quilt shop carries. I, when I started quilt making, it was Mountain Mist. Mountain Mist is a polyester bat, and at the time, it was three ounces, and that means how thick it was. And it was really wonderful to needle through. Polyester, it's really quite easy to work with. Um, You don't have to quilt as densely as, say, cotton, but I grew to love the look of antique quilts and antique quilts are often, or not often, they are very, very, very flat. So in the olden days, I'm speaking 25 years ago, I used to take my Mountain Mist polyester bat and split it and that means I would literally take the one layer and make it into two and that way I could get a nice flat look. The problem with the splitting is that sometimes it didn't really come out that evenly, and so Mountain Mist stepped up to the plate, and they came up with what is their low loft or light bat, and it's about one and a half, I believe, ounces thick. I really, really like this particular bat-to-hand quilt with. Now, polyester is not without its own little set of problems, and one of the problems is that quilts beard. And I don't mean the stubbles on your chin. (laughs) What I mean is that the fiber of the batting pulls up through the fabric of the quilt top. And you get kind of a fuzzy, linty sort of look on your quilt top. Now, this isn't a problem if you're working with a light colored quilt, but several of my earlier quilts had a lot of black, black solid fabric in it, and the bearding would really kind of show up. And I like to say that polyester is the gift that keeps on giving, and so it might beard a little bit more than, say, cotton. So what about cotton? Well, my very first quilt was started in the 30s, and it was a grandma's flower garden, so I wanted to be very authentic to the look, and so I got 100% cotton bat, and in fact, it even had the cotton seeds still in it. But it was really hard to needle. It seemed that the cotton just grabbed my needle, and the whole thing became kind of an experience of frustration. It's, it's kind of funny that I would still quilt after that. But the thing that cotton does do that's wonderful is that it provides a wonderful drapeability and gives me that old-fashioned look that I just adore. Also, because cotton is a natural fiber, when it beards... The bearding, the cotton breaks, and so the bearding doesn't continue to go on and on and on. Well, leave it to Hobbs, who worked with Harriet Hargraves. They came up with a batting that is called Heirloom, and it is 80% cotton and 20% polyester. Now, it is pretty nice to hand quilt through. I will say it doesn't quite have the ease of a polyester bat, but it certainly is not like the old-fashioned cotton bat that had the cotton seeds still in it. So if you want to work with cotton and want to have the look of the drapeability, I would possibly check out Hobbs Heirloom. Another batting that I've not yet had the opportunity opportunity to work with but people rave about It's called Dream Cotton. It is supposed to be absolutely wonderful to needle. But as I said, I have not yet worked with it. Unfortunately, these days, as you can imagine, I don't have the time to hand quilt like I used to. About every 18 months, I can't stand it, and I put a quilt on the frame, and I sit down and I hand quilt my little heart out. It brings me back to who I really am as a quilt maker. Now, there's wool on the market. And if you want to talk about hand quilting, it is like butter to work on. It is out of this world. But I had a concern about wool batting in as much as I have lost wool skirts to moths in my closet. And I thought, oh, I would hate to put all that work into hand quilting and then have a, a moth picnic happened to this particular quilt that I might have hand quilted so i spoke to several people about this who are in the know and here's what i learned about wool batting now i am i do want to say here that i am just sharing with you the perceptions and kind of the knowledge that i have come away with if i'm wrong in anything boy i'd sure like to hear from people because i don't want to be giving out bad information. So this is just kind of what I've learned over the years of quilt making. If you're going to use a wool batting, you want to make sure that this is a quilt that is actually going to be used on a bed. My quilts, for the most part, hang on the walls in my home. I have really warm walls, and they're also often in storage to be taken out on trunk shows. I don't really want to comment on my housekeeping skills, but there have been times when I've taken my quilt off the wall and there might be a little spider nest behind it. That's really kind of disgusting if you think about it. <laughs> but anyways, it would just make me ill if a moth got in there and then decided to have lunch on my quilt. So it has been suggested that if you're going to use wool batting, use it on a quilt that is going to be used on a bed. Now, there, there, theoretically, oh, excuse me, theoretically, the cotton on both sides of the batting acts as a firewall to the moths. But I was told that if the quilt on the bed does get soiled, you do want to clean it or wash it immediately so that the moths don't make a dive bomb down to that dirt area and then start munching there. There's also silk batting on the market. I really do not know very much about this, so I'm going to step back on silk. But I will tell you, I was at a quilt show, and a woman came up with a quilt that she had made with silk batting. And the quilt was exquisite. She said it was wonderful to needle, probably better than wool. But I have not worked on it, and frankly, it's not really available where I live. Which brings me to a really important point, and that is, in a sense, we're kind of stuck with what our local quilt shop carries. But they have done a lot of research, and they know what's best for us. And so you do want to get your batting from your local quilt shop and make sure that it is a reputable brand of batting. You do not want to go bargain shopping when you go shopping for your batting because while there are some battings available that are really, say, low-cost or value-minded, they might not be prepared really in the way you want your batting to be prepared. So stick with a brand that has a good reputation and then work with that. Now, One thing you want to consider is the density. Now, Paula and I spoke about that in Episode 8. But if you're working with a polyester bat, it's more than likely true that you will not have to quilt it as heavily as, say, a cotton bat. Often on the bags of batting, the manufacturer will tell you how densely it needs to be quilted. But I will say that if you're working with cotton... Consider what happens when you take a cotton ball and put it in water. It all just kind of goes like that. You can picture that. (laughs) So, obviously, cotton, for the most part, would have to be more densely or tightly quilted than polyester. I am taking a paintbrush here, and I am giving really broad brush strokes, but it's just kind of a guideline on what to think about when you do go to choose batting. I will say that typically when I hand quilt, I do use Mountain Mist Light, I do use the Heirloom by Hobbs, and I do want to use Dream Cotton. But as Paula mentioned in Episode 8, she loves warm and natural for machine quilting. It is a very solid batting that really does help Keep your quilt in shape. And she also says that if you're going to be hanging your quilts from the wall, you really would like this batting because it just gives a nice body to the quilt. I have found that it's wonderful to machine quilt with, but um, hand quilting I was a little tougher for me to do. But I can remember my friend, um, Bernice Stone, sadly. She's no longer with us. I can remember she chose a cotton bat hand quilt on and she just adored it and it it was the batting that she got started on and so she just said this is the way to go. It's interesting because I think it's safe to say that the batting manufacturers are really stepping up to the plate like the thread manufacturers and they are coming up with new products left and right for us to delight and use. Because I like using polyester batting and because I like to do quilts that often have a lot of black in it, I went to uh, my friend Carol Hensley at the Cotton Patch and I said, Why isn't there a black polyester batting? And she said, There is. And in fact, Hobbs makes it. But the problem if you're going to use the black polyester batting Make sure that you don't have, say, like a black background with yellow stars or whites or, you know, little bright light fabrics in it because the black will show through. So be very cautious if you use this batting. But I will say kudos to Hobbs for coming up with that because that certainly did solve the problem. Now, some battings require that you pre-wash it. And or if you don't want it to shrink and it's a cotton batting, you might want to pre-wash it. But always, always read what the manufacturer tells you to do. The first time I put my cotton batting in the washing machine, I was just sure I was going to open it up and a cotton ball would kind of explode out of the top of it. But I did it exactly how the manufacturer told me how to do it and it turned out just fine. You do, when you baste your quilt, want to make sure that the batting has been prepared properly and or make sure if it's, say, a polyester bat and you don't have to pre-wash it, Um, it has relaxed and the wrinkles have been spread out of it. So I don't know about you. I don't know what you use. I don't know what you love, but my ear is always to the... I don't know, the wall or whatever, to hear what is going on with batting. We all have very strong opinions about it. And what I would like to say with you is if you find something wonderful, make sure you share it with other people. Let them know. And if there's some new product that I don't know about, please come to our website and tell D, D, answers a lot of the email, and I'd be happy to talk about it, say, on my Monday chit-chat, and let you know what's going on in the wonderful world of batting. Well, I hope I haven't totally confused you about this. Just, it's a matter of education. And again, Harriet's book is really pretty wonderful. In my hand-quilting book, I've just really simplified it. And so, take with this what you want. I would like to put in a quick note This Saturday, which is the 25th of March, I will be at the Napa Quilt Show. I am their featured artist on Saturday. I'll be doing a trunk show, and um, it is from 10 to 5 o'clock at the Napa um, Valley College. It's on 2277 Napa Vallejo Highway, and John, my husband, will be along with me to keep me company and to meet you if you're going to be in the area. Please do come by. I would love to meet you. And if you can't make it to this show, well, until we meet, happy quilting. For more quilting information and inspiration, please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com.